Welcome to Con Cafe for the 13th day of December, year of our Lord 2022. So glad you could join us. We're looking at the epistle from Paul to the people in Rome called Romans, chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. We're looking at it in the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. And I pray this bring a blessing to you, to your life. May it help you in whatever you're facing. May it bring you peace. May it bring you comfort. And if you're too much in your comfort, may it make you get out of your comfort zone and make you uncomfortable so you can begin to do the things God has been asking you to do for all this time. The title of the devotional is called Grace to You and Peace from God, based on the passage that I'm going to read now. Hear now the word of God, verse 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, the gospel concerning his son, who has descended from David according to the flesh, and was declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for the sake of his name, including yourselves who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, I pray you um, are like me and grew up in the time of no cell phones, no text messages, no email, no Snapchat, no Instagram, no TikTok, no Facebook. Hard to imagine, hard for our kids, especially our grandkids, to imagine such a world. They may argue, but it was a wonderful world. As an impoverished college student, each letter from home held the possibility or promise of a $5 bill to help me with expenses, or as my mom would say, here's $5 to buy you a pack of gum, or sometimes a $10 check to help me buy two packs of gum. And if you had a special someone a letter from them meant you're going to have a great day because you got a letter from that special someone. You're going to read it. It's going to bless your day. Let me say quickly that I had a spider living in my uh, mailbox there at college, which meant the letters were few and far between. But the idea, the hope <laughs> of, of a letter was wonderful. It made my day just to go to the post office and, you know, maybe today... <laughs> Now, fast forward to today. How I wish our community mailboxes had a huge recycle bin right next to where we get our mail. That way I could throw away the type of mail marked occupant or current resident or my name and with stuff I don't need to see. And even as a Medicare agent myself, the senseless Medicare mailings that, thank God, have ceased for the year. <laughs> I once asked my college Bible professor about Paul's letters. We're looking at a letter after all. What I read was from the very first part of Paul's letter, handwritten to the people in Rome. So I asked my professor, and I thought these were great questions. And uh, he thought I was stalling for time because I think we had an exam that day. and. 
uh, if someone raised a question and he would address it and it would delay the test so much so that he'd say, well, we're out of time. We'll have to have the exam next time <laughs> we gather. But I swear to God, <laughs> I was not stalling <laughs> for time. I really wanted to know. And I thought these were great questions. I wondered aloud, how anxious were the churches to receive these letters? That's a good question. Still is. What was the process for reading them? Did they become a part of a worship setting? Did they reach that part of the worship service? Or were the churches that organized where the lay leader or the worship leader says, and now for today's announcement, oh, I got a letter from Paul. I'm going to read it. Professor Matthew threw the chalk in disgust. <laughs> Oops. Not at me, but at the blackboard. Gulp, thinks I, back to his office for another lecture. But to his credit, Dean Matthew said, I don't know. I believe these letters were received with love, much as those that I mentioned above who had dear ones they wanted to hear from. And the letter was the only way to receive desired information from home and reminders of the emotions shared between sender and receiver. For many on the receiving end, they had found faith in Jesus, thanks to the Apostle Paul. This brave man went through all the known world to share his love for Jesus and how important it was for people to come to know Jesus and to surrender to Jesus and to become followers like him. And I believe to receive a letter from this awesome man was a delight. True, some letters came with reproach or correction for their behavior. Still, it was still received, I believe, as a message from God himself. Paul was God's messenger. And in today's letter to the believers in Rome, Paul stresses again his joy and pride in being called and commissioned an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. In other words, Paul knew from that moment he had that face-to-face -face encounter with the risen Christ, he could no longer still be a prosecutor or persecutor of the church. He needed now to promote the church, to preach the gospel. And so from that time on, he had this urgency. I have a job to do for Jesus. I'm going to do it the best I can. And I'm going to do it as fast as I can to bring others to come to know how awesome God is, how awesome his son is, and how awesome is his Holy Spirit. And because of that, Paul knew he had been set apart. He was not to be like everybody else. His life was different because he knew the author of life. And so he had to live like someone who was always in the presence of Jesus. Paul then shares his faith in what I read, that Jesus was the expected fulfillment of the coming Messiah of the house of David. And truly, Jesus was the Son of God, who shared with us grace for the obedience of faith. And so Paul shares his own bestowing of grace and peace from God to the beloved believers of Rome. Friends, I'm also the generation where when leaving home or the home of a loved one, we would receive a blessing either from our parents or if we had gone to visit grandma from our grandma or grandpa or our aunt or uncle, the elderly had that awesome responsibility 
of blessing us before we would leave. Some grandmothers, some aunts would make the sign of the cross on our forehead, saying a whispered blessing in the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and the request that God would bless and protect us. It was truly a, a divine, truly spiritual moment. And we would leave that home with joy and peace, knowing, gosh, we've just been prayed over. We've just received a blessing of, of peace and protection. What more could we have? I imagine in the same way and in the same spirit, Paul is sharing with his readers that same blessing of hope and protection with those who either read or heard the reading of his letter. And in the same way, we are to share those blessings with others. Earlier this morning, I was in the grocery store and I was greeting people, as is my custom, just to say, hi, how are you? And I saw a man who seemed to be in need of a blessing. I smiled at him, and in a silent thought prayer, I asked God to bless and be with this man in whatever need he was facing. You can and should do the same for all those you meet. You've been blessed, you can be a blessing. God's love and joy are too precious. Hear me again. They're too precious to keep to ourselves. We gotta share it. Let's pray. Awesome Father, for all you have done, we are thankful. For the grace and peace you have shared with us, let us share it with others. In Christ Jesus we pray, amen. Dear friend, thank you for joining us and being a blessing. I pray that if this has indeed blessed you, you would have a great and blessed day in the Lord and share this, forward this to someone that could use a blessing. Here's your call to action for today. Bless someone today. That's all I ask you to do. Bless someone today. I pray you receive my blessings with joy and peace. I'm Pastor Adi Walabirde. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.